wellness warriors, is your entire house keto? Or are there some of you doing keto, some of you doing low carb, some of you still doing standard American diet? Like what's happening in your house? I wanna to talk today about how do we manage um, and give you some ideas about what you can do to stay on track as a person doing keto low carb, whereas not everybody in your life is doing keto low carb. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. So maybe we could start with, is the whole family keto? Of course not. Like, um, we have teens, 15 years old. Um, I don't think like they have any uh, real big interest in being keto. Uh, although they, they do, I think they do. Our three kids, they do understand why we do it. Or maybe, yeah. The... Well, two of them understand why we do it. One of them understands that we do it. I would say, though, that they eat much less carb than they used to. The question becomes, how do we manage and how can people manage when you're living in a household where not everybody's eating the same way? Mm -hmm. I, you actually showed me a very interesting article where this woman was talking about the crazy of, of having to make dinner for her family. Yeah. And like there's keto, there's paleo, there's low carb, there's there's standard American diet, there's vegan. There's like like in, in a, a table of 10 people, everybody's eating different. Yeah. How do we do it? Let's start with the the younger kids. When you have, as a parent, control over what they eat, it could be a good idea to at least like uh, uh, feed them healthier and have them develop reflexes to eat more healthy. So what I find super cool and interesting, and I wish I could go back in history, my daughter, my niece, my nephew, all three of them started off rejecting sweet. Zero to four, I restricted the sweet. But she was still able, if she wanted ice cream, yogurt, that, but no candy. She always said no to the yogurt and ice cream. But then from four to six, she was allowed. She still said no. And I wish as a parent, I would have been like swift enough to figure out, and I wish I knew about keto back then, to understand that she was saying no to these things because they're not good for us. Mm -hmm. right? And the other two did the same from like i mean they didn't have the restriction of no candy from zero to four so different parents obviously but they often would be like nah no nah, no no that right eventually it came because you offer a kid enough times the same thing eventually they're going to eat it but i will say till this day my nephew who is 12 i believe now still meh, leans more towards salty savory than towards sweet and for sure, like, I mean, he hates ice cream. How many kids you know you can say that? He hates chocolate. How many kids you know you can say that? I feel like if we paid more attention to our children, I think the young ones are the easiest ones to get on board. My boy, I remember, like, till probably like six or seven, like he, he was scraping the, the, the icing of the cake off the cake, just to eat the cake. So he was more, like you said, like he was more interested in like chips, although it's, it's carbs, but, but he was more like salty, savory than, uh, than the carbs. It's somewhat easy not to overload them with, with sugar and like, uh, maybe uh, favor things like, uh, cheese and, um, so, so they and low carb veg and low carb veg. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing also, like my, my little boy was more in the veggies yeah. little plate than in the chips. My, I remember that. So my niece till this day, if you give her a plate of celery or a plate of like lettuce, nothing on it. She's happy, but don't get me wrong. She does eat sweet. Mm -hmm. I do feel that if you allow your children to lean into what they're already leaning into, we could avoid a lot of the problems that we have. Yeah. 
but again, we push we push sweet on our kids unknowingly. We do. Uh, from the youngest of young ages, I see children eating ice cream. I know I offered my daughter ice cream from the youngest of young age because I didn't, it's dairy. What's wrong with that, right? Didn't like not realizing like, how's that different than a candy? Like I didn't make the link at that point. But I do I do feel that, yes, you're right. Like there's, there's a part where we have to kind of look at what can we do to help? And so what are the things we can do to help? when you do their lunches when they go to school so be more selective with i remember when i was a kid like our usual lunch were like uh sandwiches with lunch meat like white bread and uh, that little cake uh, wrapped like individually wrapped like a pastry cake i remember my lunches were like as i would consider it now horrible <laughs> in terms of health <laughs> so uh, you have juice box so so Easy, easy, easy. Like w w when we started keto, what I did was ditch the juices. Uh, they're worse than your soda. They have more sugar. So replace juices with like water, definitely. If you can eliminate the fruits, like the fruits are not the best. Uh, replace like if, if they have a, a, a fruit snack, just put some cheese. Uh, the sandwiches, like I know this one is a little bit harder. Maybe you can be a little bit more selective on your bread. But like, um, that's not going to change anything. But that's not going to change anything. But like, uh, it's still like hard to put like uh, to have a lunch that's going to stay like in a, in a lunch box for a couple hours, and that's but, not a sandwich. Although you can probably put a thermos and some meat and and some like yeah. Because I was just yeah. going to say like, yeah. like my daughter actually never took sandwiches because she doesn't like sandwiches. So what actually ends up happening a lot of the time was she was having supper from the night before. Now again, it's not to say that it's. Not, of course, there's still rice, there's still, there's still pasta. But the thing is that if your kid likes um, like meat and your kid likes, like there's certain meals that you probably could make like vegetables and meat, vegetables and, and uh, cheesy, like, like so you could make stuff that's gonna um, stay well yeah. because you're in a, it's in a thermos. In a thermos, yeah, totally. Right? Um, the other thing you can do, and again, my daughter liked this, although looking back, it always had a side of um, crackers with it. Mm -hmm. right? Again, didn't know, but she often liked when you had like little cubes of cheese mm -hmm. and meat and crackers and she would like make little sandwiches and whatever. So these are all ideas that could stay, right? Because it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be, and it's fun for the kids because they get to build their own, yeah. <laughs> their own meal. For breakfast, uh, eggs, I guess. Yeah. Although like we all, we already talked like in, in past videos, like there's all many like different ways to, to, to make eggs. Uh, I think by, by now we're pretty we can we can um, pretty much a hundred percent say that eggs are good for health. Like if there's they, uh -huh. they can't be like too many eggs in a, in a week. I find <laughs> the funny. Like, I'm laughing a little bit because your boys eat eggs. Does yeah. mine? No. Yeah. So like it, it's sometimes it's, it does get tricky, right? Like mm. this is where it's a matter of how old is your kid, yeah. right? But in fairness, my daughter from the youngest of young ages didn't like eggs. Mm. So it's not like it's it's not like she didn't have access mm. to them. She mm. just doesn't like them. Yeah. So breakfast is probably one of the harder places mm -hmm. to switch out if you have a kid that's focused on cereal. Bread and cereal. You know, like, yeah, how do you switch that out? But I do believe, again, it's about teaching your kids what's best and not strong arming them into liking or doing what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, at some point, they're going to move out and they will need to choose these things themselves. Yeah. And I want them to choose well. And lastly, for young kids, supper supper is the easiest like i like i said my my i know my my boys did like uh, caesar salad so 
uh, whenever I have a piece of meat and Caesar salad, they're happy. Uh, broccoli, like there's so many vegetables you can uh, you can do different ways that that they're gonna like. That they're gonna like, and if they don't like, uh, ultimately, like it's what you put on their plate. And <laughs> but but again, if if they're young, like it's not a problem. It's not an issue. We like you need to get them used to eat vegetables and like it's something they like. You put cheese on on broccoli, like uh, I was doing that like for a while, and and like they like it. One of the things I wonder about is like little children, like they're they're so much more impressionable. They're so much more reactive. I wonder how many parents. I have no research on this, by the way. It's just it's coming out of my head right now. But I wonder how many parents actually have so much trouble getting their kids to eat their meat and their veg because there's always pasta or, or rice or potatoes on the plate. And it's, like, interesting that they usually go for that because of the addicted. And I feel like it's, we don't even realize that our little kids are addicted to this stuff and then they fill up on that and they don't want the other things. And... If we don't know that that's not good for them, mm -hmm. we allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. And of course, then we have children who are overweight and in but, metabolic distress. But you have the point. Like I have one, like one of my kids, he's, uh, he likes carbs, that's for sure. So, so before, like, uh, uh, like a little bit like you, like um, we're doing like meat and, and pasta and like some vegetables, he was going for the pasta first. And even without touching anything else, he wanted more pasta. So, uh, but but right now eliminating the pasta, it's no problem. He eats the vegetable. So that that category of young kids, like they're the easiest, not necessarily to bring on board, but like to at least have them develop good eating habits. And and I I really do want to just clarify if the rice is just not there, if the pasta is just not there, if the potatoes and carrots are just not there. At some point, they're gonna get used to them just not being there, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what happened in our house, like. It didn't take long. They're just not there. Mm -hmm. I know when you're thinking about him, you're like, oh, like like he's eating it in protest. But I think the other thing that I find super interesting, the way that my daughter likes her vegetables, no butter. Versus your guys actually do like with butter. Like so like if you put spice on her vegetables, she's much more likely to eat it. Mm -hmm. If you put like so it's also that thing of like trying to figure out like like what's the t the flavor profile? Because mm -hmm. maybe we're just not putting the flavor profile in front of him that's like the right yeah. one for him. But we know like, how many times does he go to my mom's house and you give him vegetables and you put the gravy on it, he eats it. Mm -hmm. So like maybe we just haven't quite figured out like what's the flavor profile yeah. that's gonna work for him? Cause that could be something else to, to work. So, okay, as we're talking here, we're learning stuff. Like work on flavor profiles. Cause mm -hmm. maybe each of you are gonna have a different way that that vegetable is gonna taste delicious. I'm not suggesting that you're making 17 meals. But what I'm suggesting is if I can cook it in a way that most of the people at the table like it, that's a win. We have three 15 years old now. Let's <laughs> talk about teens. Probably the, 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 the more difficult like um, uh, people in, in the, the family to, uh, to get on board or to change their habits, especially if you started keto and they were like when we started three, two, three years ago, they were like uh, 14, 13, 14. So, um, so they were, they were most, I can say they were all, all addicted to carbs and they were liking, like they, they, they were having. Uh, I don't know if that's a word thing. I think uh, they still are. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. 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 No, true. they still are. Yeah, true. But I feel like they're more conscious of it. Mm -hmm. So even though they will still eat them. So as parents, like my question is, what can we do? Like, or, or what, what? 
can we do differently i guess to not necessarily imp- because as a, as a, a mom even a dad that cooks like you don't want to like you said you don't want to do like uh, 15 different uh, different like meals so, so that's the first thing that i'll say is that i don't cook more than one meal hmm. well okay in fairness i never cook more than one meal like for me it's like what i cook is what i cook i grew up with that what i cook is what i cook and you eat it and you, or you don't eat it so the difference in my house was that you eat or you don't eat it in my parents house it was eat it so like hmm. i made that little adjustment but it's like this is the meal if you like it great if you don't like it i'll try to log that so i won't make that for you again but this is the meal and in all fairness i have to say that in all the years of cooking for the three kids maybe there were two meals where one of your boys decided they didn't like it and not even both of them like one on one meal and one on another meal so it's like okay don't make that when he's here so i feel like that's the first thing you can do for yourself is pay attention if your kid actually doesn't like something just don't make it you're wasting money you're throwing food away for no reason and the kid's not going to eat it again i'm coming from the school of thought i'm not forcing you to eat but understand you're not getting another meal so if you want to go through the night like that that's fine but that that's an yeah. option but we're lucky enough although your daughter doesn't like is not a super fan of meat my two boys like uh, they they do like meat but what would we suggest to parents who like the have teens that like don't want to i think like your daughter's friends like they, they want to be uh vegan or vegetarian so so, so what would we do with like uh those teens it's about helping your kid to understand the goal i'm a total like i totally understand the desire that you know, that we have to help animals i understand that our animals that are raised for for food are not always treated appropriately And the only steps that I can take to help my daughter to feel comfortable is like, you know, shopping at a farm where we know that they're treating their animals okay. Not everybody has that access to do that. So that's like just one part of the puzzle, right? Like not everybody has that, and I get that. The other thing though is this, and I this is I firmly believe this. If I'm alive and I'm healthy, I can speak out and I can target those places that I know are not treating the animals properly get attention there so that something has to change making myself sick doesn't change that so this is the conversation that i've had with my daughter and the boys that be healthy first and then you can fight for everybody i think that in terms of like the choices that their friends make look and i'll even talk with my daughter because she does she's not a big fan of meat and it's not because she's trying to be vegan or vegetarian or anything she just doesn't, doesn't like, like meat <laughs> right but the conversation that she and I have is very basic. It's try to eat enough. And my goal is to give her an amount that I think will build the body that she's currently sitting in. And when she eats more than that, I'm extremely happy. And when she eats what I give her, I'm extremely happy. And you know what? If she doesn't eat what I give her today, the conversation isn't, you know, like I'm upset. It's more like try to eat more tomorrow right sometimes it's the way i cooked it sometimes she's just not hungry sometimes she had a snack before and i didn't know but again like you we also need to be conscious that what actually they need is not as much as we we often think <laughs> you need to get back to weighing like or or at least evaluate the amount of protein they need because like of course you can like put that steak big like that or oh, i know i have one of my son that can't eat it but the other one It's a little bit like your daughter. He likes meat, but he's more reasonable in his quantity of meat he eats. Mm-hmm. So, but I think like 
for sure like we like if they're teens uh they they have access to the the pantry they have access mm -hmm. to the fridge uh if if like they don't eat at supper they're gonna eat something else later it might be the the healthiest uh, choice but i think for that group of of uh, of kids like we need to educate them to make better choices so and i do think that like you're, you're talking about mm -hmm. my daughter and the one the the son you're talking about like they at the minimum i'm happy to say clicked into the idea eat to satiation mm -hmm. and they don't overeat neither one of the two of them right they stop when they've had enough and yeah. how do we know that because it could be pizza <laughs> it could be fried chicken like it could be their mm -hmm. favorite meal and they'll be like yeah yeah had enough could be tacos like this yeah. doesn't matter what it is when they've had enough okay. they stop eating so like this like is is a good sign that they're at least starting to understand like what's the goal of food yeah of course my two sons like are absolute like they have sweet too but one of them is getting much better at um balancing his dessert so instead of having like a, a, a big oatmeal um cookie Uh, at lunch and another one at uh, at supper before he was going to bed he decided to cut him both in half so he has like half of it at lunch half of it before going to bed both of our kids understand the concept and they and at different points in time you see where like you can see it working where they make a choice and you can tell that they're like kind of thinking about it this is why i don't have a problem like buying smaller quantities of like junky things and knowing that I'm going to end up throwing it away in the house because I'd rather her have access and then I toss it and she didn't feel deprived and, and that was her choice than not having it there and then when I bring it in she's going to eat all of it because she hasn't had it for such a long time and I feel like she's adapted herself to like to start thinking that it doesn't have to be all the time and I feel like they're I think I feel like they're both doing that Yeah. Right, they're they're both adapting themselves to this idea that it doesn't have to be all the time. It just it's just and if it's just that, it's a good thing. Like mm -hmm. like 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 we said, you don't need to bring them into keto. You just need to educate them, like with the the bad effect of sugar. They're gonna like if if it's like us, we're talking about that all the time. So so they they hear like they hear that sugar is bad, and they're like they're gonna reflect and 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 make better choice in their um in their their eating habits the next family member what about the spouse like i i i i don't want to say husband but i kind of feel like in in probably like 80 percent of uh of, of of couples families out there i have a feeling it's the husbands that are not gonna be the husband's boyfriend that are not gonna be on board with keto but I'm, maybe i'm wrong but like i feel like in your like the people that commenting or more like um Uh, wives and, and girlfriends <laughs> aren't you looking? it could be <laughs> it, it, i'm not gonna say no it could be why am i doing it so let's start with me like if i'm the person walks in the door why am i doing it well because either i have weight to lose or some metabolic situation to solve and then the question because well does my spouse so it's like right away like even if my spouse has weight to lose or some kind of metabolic issue to solve Am I now saying you no longer have the right to make any choices because I've figured something out? And that wouldn't be fair, right? That's like my doctor says to me, Violet, you need to take this medication for your whatever. And I come home and say, well, you have to start taking it too. Like, no, right? Like, like each of us is an individual. And I think it's important for us to come to this decision on our own. So 100% when I started, because I did start first, um, 
I had a hip issue that I was trying to solve. And you know, we, yes, we did discuss what I was planning to do. You weren't negative on it, but you just you just were like nothing on it. It was like, ah, that's what you're gonna do. That's what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a stop me situation, but it wasn't a oh that sounds fun. Eventually, I think that if you just live your life, the people around you are gonna. So your spouse is gonna see that it's you're doing better. I think what's scary and what's difficult and what's hard is when they see you doing better. And then some kind of jealousy creeps in and they try to sabotage. I'm so lucky and happy that you didn't do that to Mm me. But I do hear some stories that sound like that's what's happening, right? Like kind of this, how dare you lose weight and look better than me now Mm -hmm. situation happening when like, rather than say, how dare you join me, Mm -hmm. right? But so I feel like that might be the one hiccup that can happen if you have Mm -hmm. someone that rather than sees what you're doing, gets impressed and says, hey, I can do that too. So ladies out there, go get your husband and have like this, watch with us this part <laughs> right now. Because because you're right, like, like I, it's true that at the beginning I was like, oh, okay, like it, I wasn't like super excited, but I wasn't neg- negative e- either. I think like a- every good intention of especially being healthier is worth considering. But like, even if you do it with me, like at first you cut out the added sugar, you cut out the dessert, then you cut out like the pasta and the rice, you're going to end up after a few weeks, not even wanting them. And okay, I'm, I'm like right there. So why not just like go fully on? And that's, that's what I did, but it's not like, it's not as, it's not that bad. Like not having pizza or not having pasta, you have nice meats, you have night vegetables, like, like, like I already like said, you develop new tastes that that you're gonna like actually and when you go back to eating that old stuff like just sometimes i do cook like um penne for my boys and i eat one pasta i can't like just can't believe i was eating that before okay. <laughs> it's it's crazy like that so so yeah like uh, boys out there like it's not that bad actually it's interesting you say that because like i think I, I do remember the first time that i had a strawberry after being keto for i can't remember how many months mm-hmm. now i think it was April, oh, so we were on vacation, so April, mm-hmm. May, June, July, so probably like three months in, and I ate a piece of strawberry, and it was just like in this sugar-like shock thing happening, like, whoa, it's so sweet, and I I think I gave it to my daughter, and you were like, this is the bland, like that, and it was the, di- like, for me, it was like, and for them, it was like, this is so bland. And I remember, yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember who, who I gave it to, but pass it to the other person to be like, can you believe she's saying this is sweet? Mm. And everybody was consensus, bland, mommy. <laughs> and when I was like freaking out. So I do think that your tastes change and mm. it's going to be, it's going to be a process, right? So do I think you need to push your spouse? No. It's, you know what? You can't force anybody well, to do anything. Maybe maybe do, do with your smaller kids make, especially if you if you cook for your your spouse like you can bring on some changes maybe to their to their plate uh, a little bit less rice a little bit less pasta a little bit more vegetables i, I don't know like for sure it, also the adults are, are are tricky to get on board because first of all like they usually they usually don't know they're addicted to carbs so whenever i i talk to like to colleagues to friends Oh, they, there's no way they would cut like out the sweet the dessert or the pasta and like this makes no sense what we're doing and so so it can be I, I do understand it can be hard like trying to 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 get your spouse on board like uh, on, on being healthier 
But is it your job? But is, is it, it your job? job to get your spouse on board to be healthier? You know, like, I, I think the thing that I'm just kind of trying to point out here is that if your spouse doesn't want to do this, even if they're doing it in the house with you, when they leave, they have money. They're going to buy and eat whatever. Like, why am I going to kill myself trying to convince you of something when I know you're going to walk away from me and do whatever you want? That being said, if I'm cooking supper, you better believe I'm cooking one meal. I've said it a bunch of times today. I'm cooking one meal. However, does it mean that if everybody else is eating rice and I'm the only person not eating rice, I'm not going to make the rice? I'm going to make the rice. Why? I'm not going to eat any, right? I know that, and this is just like, we have two different households, kids grown up in very different backgrounds, French Canadian versus a Caribbean Canadian, like completely different backgrounds. And yet both of our kids have figured out that what we're doing is for health and that is actually better. And every once in a while, we see them applying some stuff and we didn't force either of them. And we didn't need to force either of them. Because guess what? At some point, they're gonna go off into the world and have to make these decisions for themselves. And I do want them to make good decisions, but it needs to be coming from internal. I can only teach you, right? If I try to strong arm you into doing it, but as soon as, as, soon as mommy's not there, you're gonna do whatever. And that's not what we want. We want them to do it because they understand it's better. And for sure, like all of us encountered or will encounter like the friends, the colleagues mm -hmm. that are going to try to discourage us. Um, it, there's no like it, it's not a point of trying to convince them like either to 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 get into keto. But like, how do we manage them? Or how do we manage us with them? I, I would say. <laughs> so when my when I invite people to my house to eat, I cook what they're going to eat. It's not my job to make you better. It's your job to eat a certain way and my job to eat a certain way. So when I invite you to my house to eat, I'm going to have things that you will eat that I would have normally put out for a party. And then I'm going to have what I plan to eat. If people eat what I plan to eat, terrific. If people eat the other food, terrific. I don't like waste. As long as at the end of the night, all the food is gone, I'm a happy person. But am I going to just make keto foods? when I have company, no, okay. right? I'm going to cook normally, right? But again, when you say just keto food, uh, if for example, it's summertime, like you barbecue, you have steaks on the barbecue, you have chicken on the barbecue, you put on vegetables, like or vegetables or a big salad. Like I, I feel, especially for there summer, will it's be like, rice. <laughs> oh yeah. Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, for the Caribbean people, there <laughs> like, will be rice. There sure. will be rice, but, right? Like, I, I'm being very honest. There will be rice. But, but if there's like, going to be uh, children there, there will be french fries. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to tell them what their children are supposed but to eat. But you're adding a little bit of stuff for them. You're not cooking or making completely different meals. Yeah, I'm adding, like, so you're I'm making food. my food and then I'm adding what I know they're going to want. Yeah. Right? When I go to yeah, someone else's want. house, this is a different story. When I go to somebody else's house, then it's a matter of, first of all, understanding what they plan to make before I go because thalassemia, I can't eat any red meats. Mm. So I want to know, what are you making? And if there's going to be some kind of white meat there, okay, great. Will there be salad? Honestly, I can get by on a piece of meat and salad. Like, I'll be fine. However, if they're not making anything I can eat, but I still want to see the people, I'm going to arrive after supper. I don't care. I'm not there to eat. Right. And trust me, like food is so not my thing. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not there to eat. 
like for me that's my that would be my go-to right away it's like it's, if you're not making something that i think i'm going to be okay with don't, be don't worry about ask. it don't be don't be shy to ask, unless like it's like somebody you don't know and you go i don't know but like if if you go to a friend's place like don't like ask i remember like uh one day i went to uh it was during the day a little um uh, society games like afternoon and like uh my colleague at, the, at my colleague that invited us it was like oh there's gonna be guacamole and oh guacamole fine like it's, it's like avocado and tomato so i was fine with that but like i knew like they would have chips so i just brought my bag of pork rinds like <laughs> i brought two bags of pork rinds and they asked questions and, yeah i have no, no carbs there full of carbs there i'm eating that with the guacamole and there was no problem so so little like things you can do when you go to other places. So that's yeah. a good point because if yeah, if you're going to a friend's house, your friends know you. Yeah. They 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 want you to be healthy so you can stick around forever. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's the other part is yeah. that yeah, of course you can just let them know like okay, I'm not eating carbs, so I'm gonna bring my whatever because that's what you're making, right? And again, it's nobody's gonna care. They they want to see you. Mm. They don't care what you eat. They want to see you. I think the best thing we can all do is be the good example. Yeah. Right? And if you're living your life and having a good time and having energy and being able to like do what you want with your body because you feel good, there're going to be some people that are going to look at you and go, "Oh, okay, maybe there's something to look at there." And there's going to be other people that are going to look at you and be like, "I prefer to eat my chips." And that's fine. Mm. It's not my job to convince and you. If you want to be keto, but you're not the one that's cooking in the household, okay. <laughs> you might have a problem. If, if you're if, if especially if you have a spouse that that doesn't want like or that doesn't believe in what you do uh, well, of course like you need to take care of yourself i think at this point so if you're the one if you want to be keto but your spouse is not cooking keto only eat the parts that you can eat mm. i mean honestly again is this a sabotage situation you have to ask well, yourself that right like are you not cooking or what i can eat at all so like everything you're putting extra sugar on it like mm. to be a to be a i want to say jerk <laughs> right or are or is it just that like you're cooking what you like and like just not thinking so if you're not thinking it's easy add a vegetable add a, add a like whatever make a salad like it's not hard mm. right there's going to be some kind of meat some kind of side dish make sure that there's a side dish that your spouse can have Right? So I don't think that that's even a reason or an excuse. Mm. Like it's not the flip side, right? If you only make carby things and you're actually saying, I don't get to eat. Mm. And like, there's no question, like I said, are you trying to sabotage me? So keto for the whole family, not necessary. Mm. Keto for the people who are interested in doing keto, I think is the actual answer. Hope you guys enjoyed this video from Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition, T-shirts, Patreon, in linked below. Thanks for watching with us guys. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. See you next week.